Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Is it too late now to say sorry? Because I'm missing more than just your body. Oh, is it too late now to say sorry? Yeah, I know that I let you down. Is it too late to say sorry now? It's not too late for Carson Wentz to roll his third ankle. Welcome to a Lamar Jackson commemorative edition of Sorry We Love Football, the only show that actively hates the sport that it covers. I'm your host and Eagles fan, Daniel Hardigan. It's Dallas week. That's, uh, that's all I got to say right now. Uh, with us as always, Chiefs fan, Danny Solomon. Danny, is it time to panic in KC? Uh, it's, it, you know, it, it's not obviously time to panic. I'm, I'm annoyed. I can be annoyed, right? But yeah. I, we all knew it yeah. was going to happen. We were going to win that game. So I'm not worried about seeing the Ravens again, that's for sure. Uh, hey, we got Washington football team fan Jamel Johnson. Uh, Jamel, how good can Scary Terry be? Uh, he can be the scariest Candyman, original Candyman. Mm. That's how good he can be. Yeah, original Candyman's pretty scary movie. Yeah. Not seen the latest yet. Uh, hey, joining the show today... Uh, very funny comedian, actor, friend of the program, enormous Jets fan. We got Barry Rothbart. What's up, Barry? What's up, y'all? How's it going? Big year for the Jets. <laughs> Jets 2021. Uh, hey, Barry, I was wondering uh, about raising raising a Jets fan. Are you doing uh-huh. that? No, I'm raising a uh, a girl who is uh, who's never going to watch uh, the Jets because. It's, uh, you know, in all honesty, I was thinking about this today. I was going to bring it up later, but I think the Jets should not be considered an NFL team. They're like, they're like a background actor in the NFL. They're like not, they're not in the league, right? At what point are they not in the league? I don't know. We could talk. We could, let's discuss after this break. They're getting league healthcare, but they're not really, they don't have any speaking parts yet. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's like me uh, getting cut out of vacation friends. That's, that's who the Jets are. (laughs) <laughs> they pop up once in a while. Yeah, but they're like a featured extra where you got to give them like a, a pay bump because you treat them like shit and like throw water on them. That's and how they like... get health care. <laughs> they get that. By the way, folks, Barry is in the credits of Vacation Friends. So he had a And big I'm in part. the movie. I'm in the movie. You're in the movie. Yeah. But I mean, just so everybody knows, in the credits means you're getting paid. Are you the vacation or the friends? Oh, I'm I'm neither. I'm the guy who's near it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Hey, let's uh, let's get into the show. Danny, why don't you t- uh, tell us what you hated about watching football this week? Yeah, I mean, you know, besides the obvious, I'm going to go with what I hated this week: taunting. There's too much taunting, right? How dare you spin a ball in that man's direction? Fuck you! You owe him ten yards. Wasn't it? Was it not? That long ago, it felt like not that long ago that Aqib Talib 
literally tried to rob Michael Crabtree of his chain on the field. And the refs were like, awesome. They just were totally cool with it. And you know what? It was awesome. And the NFL knows that. I mean, have you watched NFL coverage lately? Like, do you watch like Skip and Shannon or Stephen A's show? It's it's all conflict. It's those shows are fucking mean. I feel like in the Sports Center era, there was like an enjoyment of football, like fun catchphrases, like booyah. Now it's like Baker Mayfield can't win the big one, you fucking idiot. They're all like Wait. real housewives now, where like they pretend to get real mad over something tiny so they can catch some heat for like a three episode arc. I enjoy it. I, I like it when Shannon's like, you would pick the giant skip, you fucking, you limp dick, Chrisley knows best looking beta cuck. But you, you can't even now on the field throw out a friendly racial slur without the flag coming out. I feel like that's hypocrisy. And I promise on this show that this group will get in at least three fights per episode. I guarantee that I personally will cut deep. That is my promise to all of you. You will get conflict. You won't have to deal with this bullshit about getting flagged for taunting on this podcast. That's my promise to the listeners. Back to you, Dan, you Hollywood failure. Mm, thanks, Danny. Uh, right back at you. Uh, <laughs> hey, the so wait, taunting. Can, Danny, are you against taunting or are you against the penalty of taunting? <laughs> the, uh, maybe my reading wasn't uh, wasn't good enough up top, but I was making fun of the idea of taunting being this this flagrant ten yard foul that cuts that that ruins drives. It's it. Oh, okay, I got you. A bunch okay. of drives this week, and then I went into like, here's the problem. Right, right, right. No, I got <laughs> you know, that part. You know, I thought you were like my stepdad. That's like, hey, stick to the game. No, but who is guys. that? Who is is that guy left? Is he out there still? I mean, yeah, I guess your stepdad is one man. But I can't imagine. Even my own mother was like, "What is that? I don't understand yeah. that." I'm with you. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying too, Danny. It's enjoyable, especially the midweek fodder is all about the conflict, and it's leading up to these taunts, and then you penalize them. So it's like. You're just like gassing these guys up all week, and then the second they show any emotion, I mean, they... I know we like to really throw the flag on racism here, in, implicit racism, fairly often, uh, you know, on the show. But honestly, like, what's more racist than Skip gets to gets to call everybody a fucking loser for you know their their shitty football takes, and then on the field you can't even let these guys spin a damn ball or you know. Just, just throw out like a like an insult to somebody's mother or you know family or something. I mean, that should be right. And we give them part shit of the game. They're not competitive enough. We're like, why aren't you more competitive? And then yeah. it's like when they're too competitive, it's like, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, I, I didn't want you to wave at someone. That's it. I mean, it <laughs> reeks of like ownership being like we, you know, let's not let's not let these boys get too out of hand. Things yeah, are getting okay. a little mean on the field. Yeah, because fucking Stephen A. taught them that. Uh, Barry, what did you hate about watching football this week? All right, can I, I do a two-parter? Yeah. Real quick? All right. First thing I hate, I absolutely hate, is the Jewish community. Um, <laughs> okay. There, so this is, this is, go with me on this one. I was well watching, on this show. I don't watch too much football, but I was watching a little bit of the Falcons, and Josh, uh, Josh Rosen comes in. And uh, 
I decided to get to Google and it occurred to me there's there's not one successful Jewish football player in the history of sports, in the history of, of football. Not one. So uh, I looked it up. I'm going to just name a few guys and see if you guys remember any of these dudes. Mitchell Schwartz. Kind of. He's on Danny's yes. team, right? Yeah. yeah. He's a great Chiefs okay. right tackle. These are the best ones. There's <laughs> one that I surprised me. All right. Ter- 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 Terrell Suggs is uh, Jewish. Did you what? Know that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He converted with Amari Stoudemire. <laughs> but the only one, the only other ones, there's Benny Friedman. He's a Hall of Famer. And I think that's it. I think those are Julian Edelman and Jane Fiedler. Edelman, Fiedler, yeah. The, uh, the uh, Sage Rosenfeld. The kosher captain? George Dangerfield. Oh, he didn't get any Adam respect. Goldberg. <laughs> Roethlisberger, not Jewish. Yeah, the, he was in the NFL briefly. He tried out. <laughs> um, yeah, so the Jewish community for not producing more football players. And there's never been a successful Jewish quarterback. According to Google. Anyway, that's my first one. Can I just say a quick thing in between there? I I don't know if I ever told you guys this story, but I used to work for the Union for Reform Judaism as a temp in New York when I was living there just for like six months. And what I did was I proctored the... Well, this is, is, I think, pertinent to all of you because... Well, to one of you, because I can make people Jewish. I had the ability at that job to print out the certificates that people got for completing their reform Judaism uh, conversion courses. So I've actually so printing made out several the certificates is Jewish. all you need to do to make well, someone I was Jewish. the proctor of the class. <laughs> I had the authority to do that. I had the uh-huh. ability to use, to print out the document and sign it saying, you, sir, are Jewish now. Who do you want to make and Jewish? I made then? people Jewish. I mean, well, Jamel's the only real candidate, I guess. But I was saying, like, you know, some of these, some of these quarter, some of these quarterbacks, I could just throw a little, a little certificate their way. Patrick Mahomes, boom, best Jewish quarterback of all time. Just give me one, just give me access to that room, of course, uh, which I haven't been in in ten years, and then five minutes, and I can make Patrick Mahomes Jewish. Damn, that's a weird, that's a weird superpower. That's a really funny superpower. Jewish notary, Danny Solomon. Jewish notary. The perfect job for Danny, too, because what does Danny want? Complete control, playing God. This is Danny's destiny. You should have stayed. I mean, I'm glad you're here, but there's a perfect job for you. Uh, Um, Okay. Yeah, all right. So hold on. Uh, Yeah. The the only other one, Anthony Fersker? Ferkser? Anyone? (laughs) I was looking up Julian Edelman. Julian Edelman is Jewish, yes. I said that one. He has a quote. I'm not completely Jewish. I guess you could say I'm kind of Jewish, but not really. Yeah, that's so he, what he Jews will say when they're around non-Jews. That's a good point. And uh, the, the <laughs> most you're... prominent one, the most prominent, Bill Goldberg. Oh, yes. shit. Yeah. Bill Goldberg. Not Remember Bill Goldberg? Football for a while. He was a football player, briefly. He was, but that's not why yeah. he's famous. Right, not famous for being a football player. Anyway, Jewish community. And the second one I was talking about earlier, it's the Jets. Um, well... This, it's a two-parter. The Jets, um, first of all, I don't know how you can be this bad at drafting players for this long. I feel like if you tried to be bad, you'd accidentally draft someone good. You know, they what was the last good one they had? It was the uh, the they had the the tackle. Who is the guy? Uh, DeBrickashaw Ferguson. 
Ooh, that... that's ancient. No, Mackay Becton. No, no, Becton oh, is yeah. good. Becton, Becton was good. Um, yeah, it's just super insult. The Wilson thing is just a, it's a big insult to injury that this guy. All the Jets fans I know were like, "This is it. This is our Mahomes." Um, I mean, you know, he doesn't have he doesn't have an offense, but uh, boy, oh boy, did he look bad this past week. Um, yeah, it's really not looking good for the Jets, and I, I, I'm not even mad anymore. I'm more just like, I, I want them to stop, just stop doing, stop playing football, stop being in the league, just get out of everyone's lives. It's no one cares about the Jets. They're so irrelevant. Are they the most irrelevant franchise? If they weren't in New York, no one would ever talk about them, right? What's a more irrelevant franchise? I in think Jamel. Sports? Well, Jamel is repping one of the candidates at least. Jacksonville? Jags, I was going to say they're pretty, no. yeah, they're pretty close to not relevant. I mean, no, 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 they had that great run I guess three they, years ago. What was it with uh, with what's yeah, that boy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess they are a little more relevant just because they go to London all the time. They're more they're going to be a team. They're going to be a London team, and then and then that's when we can introduce soccer rules and get relegation, and and then get rid of the Jets. They would be the mm. first to go, right? If there was relegation. They might not win a game this year. Probably I mean, this is, at the It's getting to a point where you're just like, I don't know what is going to happen with them because you you don't have any hope. It was like that for the Knicks years ago. I'm a big basketball fan. And the Knicks were like the big joke. It's at the point where they're like that actor that pops up and stuff, and it's like funny that they popped up in something. You know, like, uh, uh, <laughs> you're like, why is that guy? Like Ralph Macchio suddenly being in a comedy. You're like, what the fuck is that guy doing here? Um, he is. It's like that. Yeah, yeah. That's we, the Jets. We got fucked um, by the uh, by the resurgence of Cobra Kai. Yeah. Anyway, that's my that's the two things I hate: Jews and the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> this is the new. That's the new Spielberg version of West Side Story. <laughs> uh, that's good. Jamel, what did you hear about football this week? What I hated about football this week, our healthcare system. Uh, for the people listening, last week after the show, I let, I was a little under the weather. And then once we were done recording on Tuesday, things got worse. Way worse. Sore throat on a million. I'm sweating through my sheets. Things were bad, okay? So I wake up the next day and I'm like, I have to deal with this. I go to urgent care. I say, hey, give me the COVID test. Give me the full workup. This doctor is like, I'm pretty sure they get a commission for if you do PCR tests. I'm like, they're like, hey, look, we've got two kinds of COVID tests. You get the rapid one. The results come back in 15 minutes. But sometimes the results vary. A lot of people get the PCR test as well. You should get both. Be super safe. And I'm like, whatever. Sure. Just help me. And I get the rapid test. It comes back negative. And I'm like, uh, well, this one's negative. Uh, my throat fucking hurts right now. Uh, I love some drugs for this. And they're like, oh, well, let's wait and see what the PCR test says. And I'm like, well, what if the PCR test is negative? Well, yes, it looks like your throat is a little red. It might be a vi- it looks viral. They wouldn't call it strep throat. They just kept saying it was viral. And then the lady's like, Oh, well, you know, it's kind of already run its course, just kind of. And I'm like, so you're telling me I can go outside like this? 
And she's like, oh, well, you know, as long as you don't kiss anybody, you'll be fine. And I'm like, yo, that doesn't sound right. I go back home and I'm taking Advil. Now the Advil is making she worse. And I'm like, yo, this won't stand. I go to another urgent care on Thursday. Now I have to go on Thursday. I still haven't gotten my PCR test result back. I go in there Thursday and I'm like, yo, this time I'm less like, hey, I know I don't have COVID. Please give me penicillin now. And the guy's like, he puts a tongue depressor in my mouth for a half a second. He's like, oh, yep, here you go. And then uh, he's like, yeah, I'm writing up a script right now. And I'm like, hey, uh, you want to toss some naproxen on there, buddy? And he's like, hey, you want naproxen? And I'm like, hell yeah. And he's like, you got it. And then he writes it up for me. <laughs> and then I had to go to three CVS drive throughs to fill the most basic pill prescription of all time. Why is it easier for me to get Molly than antibiotics? I have money. Just give me the shit I need. And why are we at, why all of a sudden, if I don't have COVID, you guys can't even act like doctors anymore. This lady couldn't even explain a sore throat to me. <laughs> On top of the fact that I had to miss the whole fucking, the one time we beat the Giants at home <laughs> in 15 years. The one time I have to fucking listen to the game in the car. And who's calling the game in the car? Iron Eagle. The fucking <laughs> angel of death. This dude has I'm, called I'm every football like team. He has called every football team loss I have heard or watched for 20 years. He's been a part of all of them. And then the lady at the CVS Pasadena is like, oh, we don't do drugs anymore. It was insanity. Fuck this place. The U.S.? Fuck the U.S.? Well, yeah, the United States of America. There it is. So what you hated about watching football this week was that you didn't and that you listened to it on the radio because of... Your strep throat. Yeah. I didn't like that at all. <laughs> we got a garbage truck. Jeez, I think man. that's actually, that comes across completely now that you're wearing the Jags uni because you're repping the Jags that might move to London, that version of the Jags, so that mm. you can then become a Jags fan, move to London, get free health care. Get free health care? Hand me pills in the middle of the street. The fucking uh, guards with the fucking furry helmets. They they got pills in their pockets. They have COVID tests in their pockets. I was just in London last week. Easiest COVID test I've ever gotten in my life. Took 15 minutes total. The second you walked in the door, they swabbed you. You just walked in. There's a swab right in your nose. All I wanted to do was watch the football team lose this game in the comfort of my own home. And I was not allowed. Are you feeling better? Now you you have to deal with this disgusting victory. Yeah, I know. I am back, though. Yeah, Thank you be. to Amoxicillin for saving me. We're back. That's. I always felt like that's the difference between America and the rest of the world is like the rest of the world has a lot better systems in a lot of ways, you know, light rail and ha- healthcare and, you know, all the all the good stuff that we <laughs> light want. rail. But it's not. They got. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Yeah. You went to. That's number one on your from list. New York or from uh, <laughs> Why do I live in? Why do I sure, live in? Sure, we need light rail. Light rail. <laughs> I don't see the problem. It's get. You care about climate change, don't you? 
<laughs> That's big. But they have all that stuff. But America is a pit. It's a battle royale where you throw everybody into the pit and you see who makes it. That's that's the appeal of America. If you think you're the best, fight it out. Damn. Okay. This is a different podcast. Yeah, yeah Danny, finish Fight City, please. We're all begging you. We need we need that one. <laughs> no, the There's Kingsman, the Kingsman uh, already City. finished that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, quickly, here's what I hated. Uh, you know, we, we say ourselves a lot, um, but I'm going to go into um, just defending the indefensible. Uh, there was an Eagles-Niners play where uh, one of our players forced a fumble on the Niners running back, uh, and we recovered the ball. It was a crucial moment in the game late in the fourth quarter, and they called a hit on a defenseless player, which was a running back. And they got the ball, and they gained 15 yards off of this. And I fought with my friend, who's a Niners fan, Kungle, for, you know, up until this morning. We're still going back and forth on it. It's not the call itself. I've seen this happen. It goes back and forth. It's just the way we defend these things. Because obviously, if I was on the other side of it, I'd be arguing what he's arguing. So we just, it's just, we're, we're rooting for bullshit. Because I thought that was just one of the worst calls I've ever seen. He's like, yeah, that's just what the rule is. If the roles were reversed, we'd be arguing the opposite. And it's just kind of a dumb thing that we do. This is a stupid sport and we're stupid for watching it. And I feel stupid for thinking about it. Yeah. That sounds like (laughs) (laughs) it's so stupid. Why are we doing this? Well, okay, and, and, and well, and to illuminate that point further, next week when the Eagles win one, you're going to be like, "I love this game, Jalen Hurts, the future." Yeah. Oh, look, we know we can't. We're we're addicts. We can't stop. Barry, I'm happy that you got out and that you're raising a football free daughter. That's the right thing to do. Um, stay as far away from this stuff as you can. I'm not way. out. I just don't watch it anymore. <laughs> I still bet on it. That's another thing that pisses me off, betting on it. It's. I, yeah, wish I, I, was out. I wish I was more out. I still was watching dumb fucking uh, preseason games with Wilson. It was like, was like this guy, whoa. <laughs> Look at him. Look at him throw against guys that are going to get cut in a week. I've... I know some Jets fans who the Jets have driven them away from the sport entirely. So you're kind of like one foot in, one foot out. I've met some Jets fans who were just completely out. So I'm just saying, you know, I respect the fact that you still check in every now and then. Yeah, no, it's, I think I'm out. I think after this season, it's just going to be like, uh, that's it. I don't know. I'm going to become like a Chargers fan or something dumb. (laughs) Go Bolts, go Bolts. Uh, hey, we're, we're a couple weeks into the season now. Uh, usually this is the, the time of year where coaches start to, to field a little bit if you start 0-2. I know you have a new coach, Barry, so I don't know if you can really fire that guy yet. But uh, hey, the hot seat comes up. So we're going to uh, go around and say who's on our hot seats. Whether you want them fired or you just think that they suck at their jobs or you're sick of watching them. Danny, who's on your hot seat? You know, I... And- I think that it's it doesn't just have to be a coach because I would love to put Clyde Edwards-Hilaire on this bad boy for that fumble at the end of the game. Ridiculous. We all knew we were going to win. The only thing you had to do is not fumble. It's the one rule of football. We just needed to salt the game away. He didn't do it. I'm mad at Clyde. He sucks in fantasy. Whatever. 
if I'm being really honest and introspective, the person who really deserves to be on the hot seat after this weekend is me. Uh, mm. I suck. My week two picks were, again, <laughs> the worst of this group. I lost $100 betting, to your point, Barry. It sucks. Uh, both my fantasy teams are 0-2. I drafted like shit. It turns out I was just completely off base in every decision that I made in every round. Um, just to really understand the scope of how wrong I've been, I actually just made a list of everything that I've gotten wrong lately. Uh, the Chiefs to win and cover, I had that for 50 bucks. The Bengals, mm-hmm. I threw in a Bengals minus one over the Bears to cover that. Uh, lost that bet as well. I picked the Dolphins in our picks this week to beat the Patriots. That was dumb. They scored, mm. what was it, zero points? Was it zero or three? One of the two. Were they favored? The Bills. It was zero. Well, it was zero. zero on the Bills. Wait, the yeah, Dolphins were favored over the, over the Patriots? No, no I just it was, picked it was the them. Bills. I just picked him. Oh. Uh, that's how. That's that's the point of this is that I'm dumb. I told Jamel when he asked to start Joe Burrow over Baker Mayfield that was wrong. I drafted Zeke over Derrick Henry, who had 50 fantasy points. Uh, turned down a trade. Also, I turned down a trade. I picked up Taylor Heineke in a two quarterback league. Somebody offered me Mike Williams for Taylor Heineke. I turned it down. Uh, I bought the wrong size underwear, so now they're. These underwear that I have are too tight, but I still have to wear them or else it's a waste of money. Uh, I incorrectly guessed the twist in Malignant. I didn't realize that it was actually a a backwards homunculus person. I ordered ramen, and instead of pork belly, I got regular pork, which is way less juicy and flavorful. The point is, don't listen to me about anything right now. I am ice cold. All I can do is promise to hold myself accountable and get back to grinding each and every day at practice to make myself better. But uh, I am definitely the one on the hot seat, folks. I like that you're ice cold and you're sit- putting yourself on the hot seat. I see what you're doing. I'm going to heat myself up. You're going to melt myself back up with the hot seat. That's the gun, Danny. Wait, what? You bought underwear that's too small? Is that because of your dick? Well, it's because, yeah, my dick is my dick is also too small. And I wanted an underwear finally okay. to accommodate the tininess. <laughs> I thought to hold I, that I little actually, thing in place. Yeah, you, I'm tired of it just flipping around like a little fin, <laughs> like a goldfish. Wait, fin. how small is this underwear? How small are we talking? <laughs> well, I bought a small because I'd lost weight recently, and everything else I'd gone from medium <laughs> to small in the weight loss. So I was like, I need new underwear. My my mediums are a little billowy. I'm gonna get the small. The small is small, fellas. Bro, I haven't seen the bottom half of your body in two years. We've just and been I know on, you yeah. don't yeah, wear small tiny. size drawers. No, dude. the bottom half is, is way tiny. He's got a really small bottom half. <laughs> I thought I did. It's, my butt isn't big. It's not like out. It's very sort of flat and sort of Hank Hill-ish. What? I thought I could do the small. It's wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> Oh, Barry, I have, a, I, I have a similar one to Danny. It's a little different. Um, it's uh, it's Vegas that's on the hot seat. For do you know that the underdogs are twenty one and ten since the um, since the season has begun? So it's really just a toss up. There's no there's no way to gamble on anything. Um, even the totals are 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 way off. Like no one is no one's making any totals. There's no defense anymore. 
so it's impossible to gauge. Uh, so yeah, I think it's just, uh, Vegas should just be like, uh, Hey, uh, send us a, a monthly payment for how much you're going to lose every month. Just, let's just, let's just get it over with. Get a Vegas um, subscription. Yeah. yeah. Let's just subscribe to Vegas. They should have, yeah, just a monthly fee you pay to Vegas. Um, because they're fucking, they're fucking everyone up. Does it come with an old lady? that hands you uh escort cards <laughs> <laughs> then i'm in uh how sure close, yeah how close are the women to the cards has anyone ever done the research on that what do you mean what do you mean like the cards make the women look uh first off real oh, oh. and secondly like i think like, you meant like wait. proximity like how close do they get to the actual card? yeah because like, i've never seen the one from the card, the card. yeah they just show you a card and then the woman pops oh. up right next to it. That'd be sick. <laughs> That'd be sick. Um, yeah, no, I, uh, that's, that's my, that's uh, cancel Vegas. That's my hot seat. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Hold on one second. My dog's barking. One second. Oh, you're good. Jamel, who's on your hot seat? Uh, you know, who's on my hot seat right now? NBC's ordinary Joe. Okay. Sorry. Guys. This show isn't good. I'm beating somebody's I'm ass. Back. Barry, uh, uh, you might be in on this. My uh, who, Who's on my hot seat right now? NBC's Ordinary Joe. Um, <laughs> I'm absolutely sick and tired of watching these promos. Uh, I don't know why they have to make Al Michaels complicit in this fucking NBC drama bullshit. Oh, God. You just can't help but wonder, what if? What if things worked out for this white man 22 times? <laughs> Hey, get the fuck out of here. There's no way this shit is good. I do not want to see this fool be a doctor and a lawyer and get a thousand different looking bitches, all right? Just stop it. I think he's a rock star at some point, he's, too. He yeah. does everything. He's, I read, I I read a thing. It's, he's a rock star, a cop, and a, and a doctor. If he doesn't get shot by Dick Cheney in episode one, I'm out. I'm finished. NBC and Ordinary Joe, you are on the hot seat. Yeah, I love this, Jamel. Uh, James Walk. Uh, where do we know him from? What else is this guy in? If you watched... uh sure did an episode of Sesame Street. Who cares? It, yeah, okay. if you watched uh, Watchmen, oh. the HBO series, he was the racist senator oh. in Watchmen. Mm. Now they're giving him like a mulligan. Hey, nice. America, welcome him back into your hearts. Hey, you liked this guy, right? <laughs> You liked his plan? <laughs> Shameful. Uh, okay, on my hot seat, uh, it's very simple. Um, Bradley Cooper is on my hot seat. Ooh, ever since Kobe finally. Bryant died, ever since Kobe Bryant died, there's been a vacant seat for the biggest celebrity Eagles fan. Bradley Cooper supposed to slide in there nicely. I mean, every time I watch Super Bowl highlights, he's sitting there in the owner's suite, cheering on the Eagles. Haven't seen him since. Completely absent. The throne is there for the taking, Bradley. Show yourself, coward. What are you waiting for? We don't have a Super Eagles fan anymore. Do something, Bradley Cooper. I'm sick of this guy. The guy's... Okay. He's not fun anymore. All He has to be super serious. He's like... He's gone, he's gone Oscar. He's gone A24. 
Did, you know, this was American Sniper Bradley. He was dating uh, Irina Shaikh or whatever her name is, and he seemed to be having fun at these games, and he's only slid further into seriousness. And I'm with you. We were told, me and Barry... Lighten the fuck up. Me and Barry had a script once that was near, that was like at his company or something that he read, and it, it was... Uh, we were told basically he's not doing funny stuff anymore. In life, he, he, I heard either. he hates he hates comedy. He hates laughing. It does seem that way. That's because Lady he's Gaga a... sucked that out of him. Sure, she, yeah, she sucked it right out of his dick. Just all the comedy. Um, uh, maybe he lost himself in that role. Doesn't that happen sometimes? So, somebody can lose themselves in a, in a character, he and then he can't come dick. back Mary up. Just, just explained it. Okay, yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. I've had movies lose me. It's the opposite. Hold on. I'm gonna, <laughs> I, uh, I just want to say I was, I was perusing. I don't know if this is a hot seat, but it, as part of my Vegas anger. Um, Tom Brady, it was 10 to 1 to win the MVP last I checked. That's like so tempting, right? That's a set, really tempting way to lose money, isn't it? Yeah, it's right there in front of you. They're going to give it's it to him. Wrong. He's going to be, he's going to get the MVP, right? I mean, if he's, he's throwing five touchdowns a game, but Tom Brady, is he, doesn't he use, is this what he's been doing lately where he comes out and he's hot as hell and then like, Winter rolls around and he kind of like forgets how to throw for a while. No, no, this year he's he's on a mission, and it's Sorry. it's also not even how it was last year. Last year was the opposite. The Bucks started out mm. looking like jack shit, and then they turned it on at the end of the season. So, Bucks Tom might be a different situation. Ten to one, damn, ten to one. Me. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna take my money on that one. I think as soon as I get off this thing, they're gonna. I'm just gonna send them my money on that one. <laughs> I mean, he's good. I mean, it's the story is amazing, right? He's fifty, and he's winning MVPs. Oh yeah, there's no more, uh, no more awesome story than Tom Brady succeeding. <laughs> that sure it doesn't is. annoy anyone. Have you have you watched Ordinary Joe? God, exactly. It's the Ordinary Joe of of betting situations. Will you bet on Ordinary Joe to? Find love and the meaning of life and his three. What's the odds on that? Give me the number on that. That's ten to one. Jesus. Put my dog uh, in the envelope for that. Barry, where can we find you? What's the latest? Whew, where can you find me? Um, well, I'm on this uh, new show, The God's Honest Truth, every once in a while uh, on Comedy Central. Uh, I'm going to be touring, so keep that in mind. Uh, you know, on the social media stuff. Uh, watch Vacation Friends because I'm going to get residual checks from that. Um, hey. <laughs> uh, is there anything else? Yeah, I think that for now that's it. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know if there's more. Uh, well, thanks for uh, stopping by and giving us a, a, an insight on, under the pulse of Jets Nation. Uh, we needed that. Yeah, anytime. They're, you know, super unpredictable, right? <laughs> Thanks, man. NFL Sports Talk Football. All this talk about hot seats. You know who's not on the hot seat? Spotify Green Room. That's right. They're not on the hot seat because they're such a great service for sports fans. They are the first ever live audio only sports talk platform. Spotify Green Room is free to download and to use. You can talk to me. 
Danny Solomon, or other fans, maybe Jamel, maybe Dan Hardigan, maybe your grandma who's into the Vikings for some reason. And you can talk to insiders. They're on there in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, reacting to breaking news. Share your own sports experiences, like the time that you accidentally ate the adobo fries at, at the fucking Cardinals Stadium, and you end up shitting for a week. And then you got COVID, because that's going to happen. Uh, but Spotify Greenroom, hey, that's not to blame. It's a free, audio-only, social media platform for sports fans. You can talk with sports fans, join in on these conversations. I'm going to be hosting a room every week, Monday, 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time. Mondays, every week, Spotify Green Room for the Sorry We Love Football podcast. It is awesome to come through and hear from you. Uh, And hey, just download it. It's free. It's easy. Spotify Green Room app, free on the iOS app store. Create your profile, link your Twitter. Join the NFL group. Join the Sorry We Love Football group to get some updates from us. Follow me, at Danny Solomon, with two N's. When my room goes live, we'll be going live Mondays, 5 p.m. Pacific time. Come at us with your spiciest, sexiest takes. Hey, we were there last night. It was, it was real good stuff. It was sexy. Hey, I may have sucked on picks, but the one pick I will not get wrong is Spotify Green Room. That kind of makes sense. Download Spotify Green Room right now. It's free on the iOS app. It's a live audio sports talk platform of the future. Talk to me, Danny, and also Dan and Jamel. We're on there Mondays at 5 p.m. Pacific time talking about sports, getting pissed off, feeling good, joining the camaraderie with us at the Sorry We Love Football Spotify page on Green Room or go into any NFL conversation. Talk to anyone about any shit that you want to talk about. Get some horrible shit that you have about Zach Wilson off your chest. You're a sick fuck. Have a conversation with somebody else who's also a sick fuck and get really nasty about football. That's what the game is all about. It's your chance to be featured on the Sorry We Love Football podcast, on the We Hate the Jets podcast, on any podcast, on Spotify Green Room. They're having the conversation. You be a part of it. Download the Spotify Green Room app in the App Store. Create a profile. Link your Twitter. Join any group you want. Sorry We Love Football is the best one. Follow me at, at Danny Solomon with two N's to get notified when my room goes live. Spoiler alert, 5 p.m. Pacific time on Mondays. Join us. Spotify Green Room. Your sports talk radio conversation app store free download bullshit. Experience. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. Ah, uh, Okay. <laughs> hey let's get into week three why wait why wait hey we uh thursday night 520 panthers at texans two surprise teams surprising my eyes i didn't care for the panthers i thought both these teams could go oh and 17 it's not gonna happen you guys love the panthers for some reason explain yourselves because man sam darnold isn't dead yet he died no he's alive and he's kind of well 
But the point is that he has Christian McCaffrey on that side of the ball, and the defense is awesome. The Panthers' defense is so real that I, in my infinite wisdom, have picked them up in my fantasy league to start against the Texans. I guarantee at least 20 fantasy points. Book it. (laughs) Carolina defense, legit. Jamel, quick, who's the name of the quarterback of the Texans? Um, Charlie Brown. From <laughs> That's Phoenix. why 20 points for Danny, because no one knows who this dude is. I think it's a Stanford quarterback. Uh, I don't know it's his name. Davis Mills. Ooh, Davis Mills. So that sounds like a mall. Through. Sounds like a mall I went to. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, that's Panthers across the board. I, I'd love to get cute and pick Davis Mills, but uh, no, I'm not going to the mall this R. week. R.I.P. to Tyrod Taylor yet again. <laughs> the guy... Could not be more unlucky. Just a phantom hamstring pull. When he when it started the half with uh, Davis Mills, I saw that on red zone, and I was like, what happened? Because I didn't see the hamstring pull. I just saw the Texans had a new quarterback, and I was like, this is fucking outrageous. You know what and, happened. Uh, I called it. Yeah, That's what happened. Curse that, man. Hey, let's just go straight into it. Sunday, 10 a.m., Chargers at Chiefs. Danny, this is suddenly... A very important game. <laughs> it is. It is. This is suddenly yeah. a very important game because you can't go one and two. You can't let the Raiders and the Chargers build a lead in this division. I, I, I'm not worried about you guys losing the division, but it's a I believe, imp- yeah. And I apologize for saying this before Danny says any Chiefs things, but I believe strongly if Tyreek Hill doesn't have a big game, there will be dissension in the ranks. <laughs> we discussed it yesterday in the green room. Uh, we there's a there's an NFL Films video from Week One of Tyreek Hill celebrating his touchdown by doing a Michael Jackson dance, and his other teammates were just baffled that they didn't do the pre-rehearsed team celebration that they had worked on all week in practice. Tyreek just kind of. <laughs> went off on his own and did his own thing. And they were joking around like, hey, man, you left us hanging. Like, why didn't you do what we planned on doing? Now, when we really analyze that, I see what you're saying, Jamal. Win or loss, not that important. You guys could be one and two, but as long as Tyreek Hill has about 150 and a touch, you guys will be fine. But if he doesn't get the ball a lot, So people are going to start getting screamed at. And Danny, we're poking holes, obviously. You have Patrick Mahomes on your team. He'll do his Kermit the Frog speech, and it'll be fine. And last year, this game was very close. This Herbert-Mahomes battle in week two, I think, was really fun. Yeah, uh, I mean, if you're going to poke holes, I don't see why you need to even try to poke them in the offense when there's this big, gaping, just maw of a hole in on the defense they, they i mean flat out garbage and i don't think it's going to prevent us from winning 12 games i really don't have a problem with our defense sucking to be honest because it makes patrick mahomes have to do crazy shit and then we have a crazy shit patrick mahomes season i don't think that ends in a super bowl unfortunately but oh no it could still be a fun season i who's better than the chiefs i think there's not a team. I think the Bucks could still beat us because they have both, and that's pretty annoying. A team that has it all and can shut down 
one of our two best players or both at times will be able to beat us at this point. But we we did it during the Super Bowl year. Our defense sucked then too. We lost a bunch of games. Everybody's like, "What's up with the Chiefs? They're six and four. The Ravens or the Raiders were six and four. Everybody thought we were going to eat shit. Then the Ravens ate all the shit instead, and we rocketed to success on the back of our defense. It's still possible that we turn this whole thing around. That said, kind of a must-win game just for my sanity. Yeah. Uh, also, you forgot to add that uh, picking Chris Jones for Defensive Player of the Year to the, your, your wrong list. It might still happen. It was a bad look on Monday night, but it's week two. We have an extra week, so I think everybody gets a mulligan week. That's fair. The Chargers uh, threw, I think, seven touchdown passes against the Cowboys, and I think one of them counted. Uh, that was uh, just a horrendous Chargers loss. They always find new ways to lose. They're still doing it. I mean, Those- the refs are... You know, to blame. We all know that refs cause games, and this was one of them. I'm still picking the Chiefs, though. Yeah, I think you kind of got to pick the Chiefs here. Uh, but be an interesting game. I'm going to also pick the Chiefs, even though I should pick the Chargers since I'm always wrong. No, that's the true. Chiefs to win. Okay. Cardinals at Jags. Uh, Kyler Murray, the, the fuck the world tour continues. His shoulder feels fine. Uh, he's probably the most entertaining player in the league. I said probably because Patrick Mahomes does exist, but I mean, watching Kyler, the dude is giving Mahomes a run for his money in terms of pure entertainment. Well, because That's he's smaller, because he's yeah, tinier, it's, it's way more entertaining. It's like cute. It's like you're watching Scrappy Doo. <laughs> but Cliff Kingsbury still is their coach, and I feel like the public is just like this guy sucks as a coach. And we're forgetting that because Kyler's just patching it up. And I don't know what to do with him. The Jags are, you know, Urban Meyer and Trevor, Trevor Lawrence leads the league in interception somehow with Zach Wilson. So, yikes. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the Jags are just too bad of a team going up against a, a fucking hurricane. I, I don't believe in Kyler Murray season long. And maybe it's because of Cliff Kingsbury, but also it's because of him. He he has a tendency to fall apart a little bit late in the season. I've had him two straight years yeah. as a fantasy QB. So Also, we're, didn't the Cardinals kind of just get away with murder? The Vikings missed an easy game-winning field goal. And we should be like, well, the Cardinals blew a game at home. But now we're just saying, hey, they're 2-0 and, and life is good. Um, I'm going to go with the Jags victory here. Fuck Whoa! It. Going against wow. the grain, baby. All right. Cardinals, he's out of his mind. I'm picking yeah. the Cardinals. No, that is beyond insanity. Even though the Cardinals' defense, I, of course, uh, grabbed them and put them in my lineup in order to watch them get carved up by Kirk Cousins. They're not that good, but, I mean, what are the Jags? The Jags are terrible, but the Cardinals are going to lose stupid games. I still don't like their coach. And, yes, they have a, an amazing offense. But the Jags... I don't know. We, have you have we been watching this season? Shit is it makes no sense. Football right. is crazy. You're right. Fine. But then you you Whatever. try to throw in a fun shit makes no sense pick, and it's always the wrong one. I trust. Oh yeah, you. I'm gonna eat shit on you this one, one for sure. But I got the Raiders one time last year, and it felt good. You did pick them over the Chiefs. It was amazing. Um, okay, we got Bears at Browns. The Browns 
kind of let the Texans hang around and got lucky that Tyrod got hurt because that was a tie game at half. It was going to be close. And then, you know, the Stanford guy had to come in and just fuck everything up. And the Where's Bears the are just threatening to keep it's, playing Andy Dalton, even though he's in hurt. Cleveland. It's in Cleveland. Okay, it's in Cleveland. Right? Yeah, Bears at Browns. I got to pick the Browns. How could you not? I can't believe Andy Dalton's still alive. He's not. I think didn't Justin oh. Fields play? Yeah, Andy he Dalton did, but got a little bit of an injury. Still won't commit to Fields. They're just but saying, he, well, yeah. Andy's hurt, right? Yes. Yes. And they and so they're going to start Justin Fields. There's we not some that. other guy. There's not I another think, guy. I think they're pumping uh, horse testosterone into Andy Dalton in hopes that he can play because the Bears staff is that stupid. That's never good for an old man like that. Uh, I just think, and and you need uh, the blood of another redheaded quarterback, which is very hard to find <laughs> in order to bring him back to life. So I just think I'm interested in this game because if Justin Fields starts, he didn't look good. He looked bad, but yeah, he did. the Cleveland defense didn't look great either. And I feel like they're figuring it out. Their linebackers are new. A running quarterback could give them some problems. I'm going to go with the Browns, but I feel like, you know, you got Khalil Mack to neutralize the run game. If this was a spread type thing, I might pick the Bears. But outright, I'll pick the Browns. Yeah, uh, Brownie the Elf by a million. They need a helmet with that guy on it. Just one week. We just need the Elf to be featured somewhere. Just let him wear the hat. No helmet. Wear that Elf hat. No helmet. Yeah. Okay. Okay, hey, uh, let's go to... Washington football team at Buffalo Bills. The Bills just won 35 to 0. The team snuck away with another last minute field goal type victory because of a crazy offsides call. Um, just two really stupid teams down the stretch, just deciding who wants to lose the game more. And the Giants wanted to lose more. So congratulations to the team. They're one and one. Hey, and you guys aren't hiding Heineke. I was looking at the box score. He threw 46 times in that game. I thought you guys were built on the run, and now this backup quarterback has to just throw the whole fucking game? Oh, he'll throw it to J.D. McKissick 35 times. But he didn't just throw it. Scary Terry had like 150 yards. There were some legit balls to Terry McLaurin in that game. And some less legit balls. What are we doing throwing in that situation at the end of that game? You run the run just does work. The run was working. Antonio Gibson had a run for five yards on first down, and they were like, you know what? How can we ruin this? That interception was one of the most one of the most indefensible. And I know like the guy got caught up on like the rub route or whatever, but just like you're saying, throwing in the situation with your backup quarterback. I was not surprised that it wound up that way, but every time I watch that replay, it, it just makes me I it, it's just dumbfounding. How do you throw an interception? Then we did the exact opposite, running the ball like we should have in the exact same situation to salt the game away. Well, it was a difference. It was actually a dumber because you guys were like, you guys were on the Ravens side of the field. We were on our side of the field. But you just needed to get rid of some clock, right? Wasn't that the situation? Pretty much. But, you know, hey, who knows? The riverboat wins. Uh, but not this week. I think I got to go with the Billiams. 
Bills are back, right? The Bills are back, and I'm picking the Bills as well. I think the Bills week one kind of threw us off their scent. I think this is the team everybody hyped in the preseason and that they're going to be a monster and go like 14 and three. So yeah, anybody can throw on us as yeah. usual. This is classic Washington football team stuff. The front line does not matter. We, they were figured out week one, Justin and Herbert, they put it together. If you can get rid of the ball in under three seconds, you can do anything you want. Who's selling whose team's secrets? Is Cole Beasley selling the Bills' secrets to Heineke, or is Heineke selling team secrets to Beasley? Is it, is this because they're in like an anti-vax like Reddit chat room? Oh well, they're on, they're on the they're parlor, talking. the parlor version of yeah. Players Tribune. Danny, who you got in this game? I'll go with the Bills, but I, honestly, I really, really wanted to go with the team. I really don't know if Josh Allen is full what he was last season. This season, I think he's kind of taken a, a, just a hair of a step back so far. But uh, there are just enough games that are that are kind of toss upy that I could go the other way on later on in these picks. That that I'll just say with the chalk for now. Okay. Uh, Colts at Titans. We don't know if Wentz is going to play, but the Titans with an incredible come from behind victory in Seattle, overtime win. Derrick Henry went off. And uh, Coach Mike Vrabel is on the line to discuss. Uh, Coach, how'd you pull that one off? Oh, well, you know, I just uh, I, I, I left it in God's hands and uh, a lot of horse dewormer. <laughs> a lot of horse dewormer for the guys midweek. Uh, we didn't go full pads. But we did have full horse dewormer. Just as good. Those worms will kill you in the red zone. That's absolutely right. I I almost had a heart attack down there. (laughs) Pete Carroll loses this game every year. That's why I picked the Titans last week. I didn't have any faith in Tennessee. I just have... the, The Seahawks are a good team. They just lose that game every single season at home in September. So uh, it played out the way that we thought it would. And uh, the Colts gave the Rams kind of a run for their money, but Carson Wentz has three ankle injuries, and the guy, Bro, just when he started worst. to look okay, after the worst shovel pass interception you ever saw in your life, then he breaks all of his ankles. I just, their defense is fine, but you know what? The Rams could run whenever they want. They kind of just chose not to. Titans win in AFC South Classic. Yeah, this would be a this would be a Colts win if Wentz was playing, and that seems crazy to say. But I honestly think Tannehill sucks that much this year and can't make it happen with two stud receivers, which just illuminates even further that he sucks. But Jacob Eason is uh, garbage. He's not fit to play in the NFL. So mm-hmm. Titans, yeah, tighten up for everybody. We don't know if it's going to be Eason or Wentz, but uh, it's going to be Eason. probably Eason. Okay, uh, let's go to Saints at Patriots, uh, both one and one The Saints have been hot one week, not the next. Patriots, kind of the same shit both weeks. It's just they got Zach Wilson, so what are you going to do? Um, I don't know. Alvin Kamara hasn't done anything this season. I don't know why they haven't figured out how to use him. They still bring in Taysom Hill in, in these red zone situations, which – isn't working, uh, but they're just stubborn about it. And um, 
I don't know what to make of the Saints, but it seemed like the Pats are going to just be the normal annoying selves. Yeah, what a torrid love affair we had for one week with Jameis Winston. That's what he, that's what it is. Bro, and, it just wasn't. He threw five touchdowns on 150 yards. That's not real. Yeah. I didn't start him this week for that same reason. Um, he cratered, but you know, so did my other quarterback. So it was a net loss. I just think uh, Jameis doesn't really know how to do this. The the little things that Drew could do, like tossing it to Alvin Kamara in the flat, so he can get you the 50 yards that you can put on your stat sheet, even though you had barely anything to do with it. That's classic Drew. Jameis can't do that. Jason Jameis wants it all for himself. He can't handle the spotlight. It's too hot for him. And uh, I think the Pats' defense is going to kill him. So give me the Pats. Janelle? Uh, Janelle Johnsman says... Saints. Wow. Just total gut feel? Gut to nuts. And I don't, obviously, I don't think this is going to be because of Jameis. I think, you know, I'm, I'm sure Belichick is going to trick him into throwing four picks. But they got a young guy, too. I'm going Saints as well against my better. Yeah, Danny's trying to, to, to gain one here, an easy one. But it's still, Matt Jones is so early in his career, hasn't done anything impressive. Kamara's going to have a big game at some point. He's not going to just go for nothing all season. So, I'm just going to roll the dice on a big Kamara uh, game and then just a late Mac Jones turnover to kind of give the Saints the, the game. Um, hey, one sentence game, Falcons at Giants. This could be two of the worst teams in the league. Uh, the Giants are complete ass, and it's very fun. And uh, I'm going to the Falcons. I'm just picking against the Giants all season. Uh, no team is sadder than the Falcons. Got to go Giants here. I don't feel good about it, but the Giants have to win one game. These are harder than picking like the two good teams facing off. That's yeah. like, what do you do here? Yeah, I mean, if we got to boil it down to one sentence. It's uh, it's got to be uh, the the Giants have Joe Judge, Falcons, comma Falcons. Very well done. Love that. Okay, uh, Bengals at Steelers, uh, two one and one AFC North teams. Um, you know, Steelers lost to the Raiders at home. Uh, we've been saying it all season. It looks like Ben is is just completely finished. I'm sure he'll make a few plays here and there because he kind of has that that pedigree. He's done it so many times, but he looks bad is where I'm at. Uh, Joe Burrow also looks bad. I think it's the O-line. Everybody shit on the Bengals when they drafted Jamar Chase and didn't help out with the O-line. And here's why. Because he's just being harassed all season long. And you know what the Steelers are going to do? Harass him. Uh, I'm taking the Steelers here. I don't think the Steelers' offense is, is any good, but uh, their defense is better than the Bengals' offense. So. Steelers. This, should, this should be a one-sentence game, but we kind of give the North, the AFC North, like a little like legacy credit for some we reason. We do. Right? The, you know, the Steelers you are to. one of the premier teams in the league. We just got to pay attention to them. Whatever, Steelers. Sorry, Bengals guys. It's just yeah, you know, oh, I know. Yeah, I'm. I. I'm. Mm. We did have the the the. What, what's what's the podcast called? 
We like the Bengals. Do, nah, do we love like, the Bengals, guys? you. We love the Bengals, I believe. Something like that. Shout Something out like to that. those guys. Shout out to the Bengals podcast on the For Sports cursing Network. us. It's they, our uh, fun. And we did not write it down, and we should have, because it's a great podcast. Bengals, uh, Bengals lovers will love it. And uh, we have to just say, fuck you back. We think the Steelers are going to win this game. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. You should have beaten I mean, the Bears. Then we could talk. Well, last week we picked them, so maybe they'll be happy that we're reverse jinxing them. But yeah, Steelers across the board there. Uh, uh, last well, early, I'm picking the Bengals. I just believe I think the pick, Bengals defense. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm giving them one last cry. Oh, Bengals. Jamel is going Jameis. He, he had the five touchdowns, and he's just letting it. He's, we don't he's even know what I'm. And then Dan conveniently didn't tell me how much I'm winning by, but that's fine. I, I missed on the Panthers last week because I didn't go with my nuts. I'm going with my nuts from now on. I think the Bengals defense is just going to stop whatever Ben's old ass is up to, and hopefully that's enough. Yeah, that Bengals-Bears game was kind of weird because it was 7-3 for a long time, and then I think Burrow threw three straight interceptions and like three passes, and one was a pick six, and then they're down 20-7. to And then they scored two straight touchdowns and kind of like made it a game and barely lost. It was closer than it looked. Um, I'm okay. choosing hope with this pick. Nothing would make me happier than seeing Ben get benched. I don't know if they can bench Ben. Is the problem? I don't know what do they have. Your guy, they have Haskins. I know, <laughs> which also sucks. I know they have to play Ben. It's just a no-win situation. And you know, Ben's a fan favorite. The players love him. I'm ladies sure. love him. The ladies. I'm love not him. calling him Big Ben anymore. That's out. <laughs> It's over. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's our that's protest. True. He's just been now. Okay, uh, Ravens at Lions, last early game. Uh, the Lions just really just dropped the ball, like literally last night a few times to just give that game away. They were in it. It was you know it was a close game, and then Jared Goff cannot hold the ball. Lions going Lions. Uh, Lamar Jackson has decided. Okay, I guess I can run. Ravens. Yeah, it's the Ravens, but watch them fucking lose to the Lions just to piss me off. But uh, it is—it's certainly a possibility. Coming off a high emotion game against an underestimated opponent, it's possible. Okay. Uh, afternoon games: Jets at Broncos. The Broncos two and zero. Teddy Bridgewater leading this team, not making any mistakes, and then the Jets just the worst team in the league. Broncos. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's Broncos. Are you going to watch a second of this game, Danny? No, but I, I do have the Broncos defense. And I'm really excited about that. If there's nothing else on, if everybody else is at commercial, I'll watch Zach Wilson throw 10 picks. Yeah, just just refresh your uh, your app for a second. Just see the points come fucking piling in. Yeah, it'd be great. Can't wait. Um, we got Dolphins Raiders. Um. The Dolphins, 1-1, one one, Raiders 2-0. and oh. Are two the Raiders dead. mentally tough? Do the Raiders have good skill players? Are the Raiders a throwback team to the 70s? Fucking autumn winds rustling through you. Look, guys, Raider, Raider Nation is uh, ablaze. And they yeah. also don't care that the team is gone. The entire state of California is like, <laughs> I love the Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> Nobody's mad. They're just watching the Raiders. They have old ex-heroin addicts playing on their team. They have eccentric owners. They got a gay guy coming off the edge. 
this is the Raiders team I always dreamed of. Al it's, Davis. It's a, <laughs> Al Davis spinning in his grave. It's amazing. I love this team. I love this Raiders team. I'm not even kidding. I really. Oh no, yeah. Mm-hmm. Why not? I mean, they they don't. It's not like they don't do this every year, right? I mean, they. It's definitely not going to happen that the second half of the season falls off a complete cliff and we talk about how John Gruden should be fired again. Give me the Raiders. In the meantime, yeah, in the meantime, Raiders. All right, well then, to make it saucy. Oh, wait, I forgot. Tua's not starting. Yeah, come on, son. Raiders. Jacoby Brissett. Go, hey, hey, let the Raiders fun. go fucking 8-0, whatever. I don't care. They're not going to be a threat. They're not a factor. We got Raiders? Raiders. Raiders. All right, Bucks. Uh, next up, we got the game of the week. We got Bucks at Rams. Um, yeah, you got Cooper Cup, who's like a number one up besides Tyreek Hill. You got Jalen Ramsey making plays, taunting entire audiences. Uh, you know, that was a really good win for the Rams, I thought, on the, re- on the road, fending off a desperate Colts team. I think the Bucks are bound to get uh, a little spank in their little bottoms. You know, Tommy has had it too good for too long. It's in Los Angeles, which is a yeah. huge advantage because all the industry that's going to be in the crowd. Uh, <laughs> First time Tom Brady's ever played in Los Angeles, by the way. Yeah, hey, maybe he'll get just for laughs. Uh, I'm, I am picking the Rams. Ooh. Ram it. I'm picking the Rams as well because I think Aaron Donald's going to jump on Tom Brady's back like he did Alex Smith last year. I don't think the Bucks offensive line will allow this. Bucks. Okay, Seahawks at Vikings. Uh, two teams that lost in embarrassing fashion last week. Uh, you know, but Russell Wilson is still throwing the – he throws the best deep ball in the game. He's connecting with Lockett multiple times on like 60-yard balls. Um Vikings are desperate, though, but I'm going Seahawks. Hawks. I'm going to just do my contrarian play right now. Vikings. Kirk Cousins throws the pill out of the stadium to try to get a little bit of his dignity back. Disgusting, Danny. Okay, Sunday night, Packers at Niners. NFC Championship rematch from a few years ago. Um Packers got their mojo back against the Lions, even though, did they? They just recovered fumbles on inside the 10 on hey, the, their side of the yo, field. You saw them throws. Don't act like a yeah. Don't act like yeah, a they, He threw it to Aaron Jones out of the backfield three times. Oh, that Tunyon one? Oh, that was, yeah, the that was beautiful. What the fuck are you talking Ooh. about, dude? Beautiful. Place that Devontae 50-yarder? Come on. He had the entire Manning family and Brett Favre looking at their Zoom screens like, what the fuck did I just watch? The problem is the he's ni- bored. He's bored by everything. Game. He's, he's yeah. become Aaron Rodgers has become just like a, a like a Gen Xer, you know, just like a bored, disaffected, listening to grunge, feels nothing. Like you know, you need. He's like Kurt Cobain out there now. He's got the long hair. He's depressed. He doesn't feel. He just the glory fades for him. But every now and again, he just kind of shows you he's the best, second best. I slipped there. Yeah. But I'm picking the Niners because they just seem to have whatever the defensive sauce is against Aaron Rodgers. And I'm very scared about starting him in my fantasy league, but I have to. I have no choice. 
oh, well, you know, as the A-Rod guy on the show, I got to go with the pack. We got a lot of, hey, somebody's going to, there's going to be a lot of movement on the table. Yes, there is. We're all over the place. I thought that Niners team took one on the chin against the Eagles. The Eagles really showed up for that game. Niners just kind of rode out the storm and just, uh, you know, and then then they just made, in the second half, they just had us. It was like a slow death. It was one of those games where it's like, ah, there's no way we can win this game. It it was really frustrating because the first half, we really had them. But uh, speaking of uh, Eagles-Cowboys Monday night, you know, this is, this is what you dream of. Dak versus Hurts, the first matchup between these guys. This should be a one-sentence game. Unbelievable. You're both one and one. Cowboys. I'm picking the Cowboys. And, and, it's, and, I will, and I would never wear a Michael Irving jersey. Dan tried to say that I would wear a Michael Irving jersey in public. Because I like jerseys. You do like jerseys. You're wearing a Tim Tebow jersey currently. A Jags Tim Tebow jersey. What does that have to do with the football team? That doesn't have anything to do with it. it, There's no rivalry. There's no history. It's a fucking jersey with a Jaguar on it. That means I get to wear it. Dan doesn't understand wearing anything other than head-to-toe Eagles here. Eagles bullshit. No. Uh, I do have, yeah, I have my Devontae Smith thong on right now. So thanks for pointing that out. Talking about uh, small underwear. Jamel did mention if it was MTV Spring Break, he would wear the Michael Irvin jersey. If I'm getting paid to wear it, if somebody hands me, if Wardrobe is like, that. if Wardrobe that. is like, look, this is all we have. You have to introduce Fat Joe. It's MTV Spring Break. I'm going to wear it. I'm a you company your, man. You want one of your first big TV appearances to be. In a Michael Irvin Dallas Cowboys. No, I don't. I don't want that at <laughs> all. Making, I'm just saying. You have if to. it was to happen, I would wear it and I wouldn't be upset. I am I'm gonna pick the Cowboys. Um but I do have a legitimate question for Dan as far as starting someone. I have Justin Herbert and Jalen Hurts. I feel like both yes. of these games are gonna be potential shootouts because the Chargers are playing us and our all time crappy defense. But they might run it on us, and I feel like maybe Hertz is the better play. Yeah, uh, Hertz just gives you the better floor, I would say, because he's going to run for seventy yards no matter what. He just tends to, to scramble. That's just kind of his game. Um, and I'm picking the Eagles in this game. I've picked against them the first two season or first two weeks, trying to go contrarian, trying to just conjure something within the team, trying to st- just to fucking move them. To excite them, and I think they're listening. They really brought it. So uh, we're, we're going Eagles in this game, and I think we're going to beat the Cowboys. And it's going to be panic on Skip fucking Bayless's stupid face. I'd love to see it. I would We'd like to see, to see it. it. I just don't okay. think it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's get to the mailbag. Uh, you hey, got mail every single week. The mail flies into this office, into the mail room, and. On Tuesdays, we walk into that room and we pick a piece of mail and we read it. I have a letter right here, and this letter's from Pete Carroll. And Pete writes, hey guys, big fan of the show. Uh, I was listening to Danny earlier. He somehow wrote the letter, I guess, after Danny went on this rant. And I really think the NFL has opened up a can of worms with this new taunting penalty. It reminds me a lot of the controlled demolition of Building 7 during the September 11th attacks. The NFL is just getting greedy with these penalties just like the American government did by exploding an extra building on 
There's always going to be explosive moments in the heat of battle, but sometimes the powers that be push things too far. Losing to the Titans in week two was an inside job. Fuck you, Roger Goodell. Signed Pete Carroll. He was yeah. wearing khakis when he wrote that too. I can tell by the hand. Yeah, uh, thanks for writing in, Pete. Uh, glad that you're listening. Uh, Danny, you got some mail? Yeah, I think that's that's got to be at least three letters from Pete now that have referenced uh, 9-11 being an inside job. But, you know, he, yeah. he loves this show. Uh, here's a guy, here's a letter. Um, I found it, I think, near the bottom of the bag, which is kind of interesting. Uh, hey, guys, this is Tyrod Taylor. Not familiar with your show, but I heard one of you made a prediction that something bad was going to happen to me. And I just wanted to say to your face, thank you. Thanks for getting everyone out there mentally prepared for what we all knew was coming. Right now, I'm out for Thursday, but my industry is definitely bad enough that I'm going to go on IR. You nailed it. Great job. Now I got to run. I have an appointment for my hamstring with our new physical therapist, Dr. Kevorkian. See you in 2022. Signed, Tyrod Taylor. God damn. I... Feel so bad for that guy, Kavorkian. I mean, I did, I thought he was dead too, but apparently yeah. he's alive and ready to work the hammies of Tyrod Taylor, and God knows what else he's going to do. Well, it's Joshua Jackson, right? Uh, yes, it is. Doctor Death is now officially Josh Jackson. Yeah, so Tyrod is going to meet Pacey. Nice. Sweet, <laughs> uh, Jamel. You got a letter. Oh, uh, yeah. This letter comes to us this week's from Michael Gandolfini. Hey, guys. Love the show. If you're not aware, I play young Tony Soprano in The Many Saints of Newark, a Soprano story. The NFC East is a war of attrition. And much like in my film, it will end with a lot of black men getting carted off. How many wins takes the NFC East this year? No question from... Baby Gandolfini. I mean, 10. First, first team to ten, uh, double digits wins the division. 10. 7 won it last year. Yeah, 10 I and think, 7. It's not going to be I think eight. <laughs> I think 8. Nine 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 wins. I'll split the difference and say 9 then. Yeah. Let's put that on the board. Tiebreaker. Ultimate tiebreaker if we tie is how many wins wins the NFC East. Th- thanks, young yeah, Tony Soprano, close. for writing in. What, uh, what other young characters do you want to see? We've had young Sheldon. We've had a young, uh, I think, ba- Little Einsteins. I'm counting as a young. <laughs> baby, you mean baby Einstein? Is, are they baby Very, Einstein? Yeah, they're babies. Young Roger Goodell. Ooh. It's time. He's Ooh, coming yeah. up through the ranks. Come He's on. Hot. He's got a lemonade stand. Yeah. All right. Legitimately, we should create a pitch deck for an animated series where all of the owners of each NFL team are babies. <laughs> Owner baby. Dude, that's sick. Yo. That's fire and I couldn't be more in. That is so good. Danny, you just sold it in the room. You don't even have to do the deck. Any animators out there you want to write write up some specs? I want to see Baby Shad Khan. Baby Jerry Jones? Baby Jerry. They all have something. They all have Ooh, a trip. Baby fun. Mark Davis? Come on. Ooh. I think he already looks My like Baby goodness. Mark Davis. Yeah, he has the baby hairs. Baby Dan Snyder just uh, doing all the bad stuff around the 
looking up little that. girls' skirts. He's exactly. he's a baby, so it's not pedophilia. So it's not weird. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> sucking on titties that aren't his mom's. Oh boy. <laughs> I don't know, man. Hey, final thoughts, Jamel. Uh, my final thought is uh, go football and um, doing some stuff for a sports drink in New Orleans in a few weeks. Oh, so uh, shit. grab some tickets. Doing it, doing a stand-up comedy show down there in New Orleans. I believe the date is drums, please. October fourteenth at the uh, New Orleans Comedy House. October fourteenth. Come on down. Sports drink, big ups to Andrew Stevens and the whole gang. Uh, get a ticket, please. Tell the people about this podcast. I'm I'm coming down there to spread the gospel, and I will not talk about NCIS New Orleans once. Don't um, my, don't take my, away your your trump yeah, card. That's, I might need to do that, but you're right. Continue. My final thought this week: It's Dallas week. I already mentioned that it's Monday Night Football. This is. Why we? This is why you you stay a fan. You know what I mean? Because the hatred is, is stronger than the love, and my hate for Dallas has never been greater. And there's not a bigger stage. It's time to show the world what frauds they are, and who better to do it than the Eagles? I can't wait. I wish it was Monday right now. Danny, final thoughts. Final thoughts. I didn't get to say this during the last taping. Um, it was four days ago, but still very much relevant. Happy birthday, Patrick Mahomes. 26 years old. The best of all time. I wish I could give you something because you've given me so much. But I think the $500 million will comfort you at night. And, uh, you know, what do you get for the man who has everything? All the tools. Patrick Mahomes. We all love you. That is true. We love sorry you, that. We didn't say happy birthday soon yet. Feliz cumpleaños, bro. Sorry we missed that, Pat. Sorry.